We got Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and all these sports people talking about championships and basketball. This, this is rap. Y'all out your jurisdiction. You can't save them. Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. I'm Blazerland and Rip City 2's Chris Craig. And I'm Anna Cordis Washington. And I just watched the movie Sing on TV. And it's going to be Halloween a week from today. So I'm looking at a pumpkin that I might carve. Eric Milligan. This is season three, episode two. Season three. Uh, I, just, I just watched Borat two last night. Oh, I did too. I didn't watch it last night. I watched it two nights ago. Oh, on is Thursday it when it came out. Oh man, it's a crazy movie. You got to watch yeah, it. It's, I was uh, waiting. <laughs> it was supposed to be out on Friday, so I was waiting on Thursday to see if they'd put it up early. Yeah. And they put it up like Thursday night, and I was like, "Oh, good." So you loved it, right? Yeah. Oh, my wife and I, we were just cracking up the whole time, and I mean, we just couldn't believe some of the stuff. I mean, Tell he's me doing I'm this not- stuff for real. Tell I mean, me I'm not crazy, know, but she deserves an Oscar nomination. Oh, she does, man. She's fantastic. I mean, and they do this stuff for this isn't scripted. They go out and they do this for real with these yeah. people. Yeah. And these people, she, it's their actual responses to them. It's not written. I just thought her char- the way she portrayed her character was so uh Yeah, it was real. It was wonderful. You know, I mean Yeah. It was just her realization that the world's not the way she was ta- taught it was is just right. fantastic. Every <laughs> oh step my gosh, of the way, with those ladies, she's learning with that the, the world is different. She's oh learning that the world is different than what she thought yes. it was and that she has more possibility. Yes. You know, when she sees a woman drive and she's like freaking out and she's like, wait, what? I love the babysitter. I love Oh, her she lady. was great. She was like everybody loves her now. I loved her. Yeah. Everybody. Amazing. Everybody loves her now. Yeah. Yeah. I know that was kind of cool that we got someone, instead of like pranking someone to be, to look foolish, we pranked someone to look like a good person. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not we, but him. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, so you just watched Borat too. Good, good movie. Yes. And they caught Giuliani. Oh my God! Did they red-handed? They did, <laughs> literally. Yep. But he he was talking. He was talking his shirt in. That's all he was doing. Yeah, but he was doing it lying down. <laughs> yeah. Who tuck, who tucks their shirt in lying down? How come he doesn't stand up and then tuck in his shirt? I've never tucked my shirt in lying down. That's right. Uh, anyway, uh, we have some uh, news and highlights for you guys. We have we're gonna do some trivia today uh, for the 2019-20 season. Uh, we have, of course, uh, our our questions. Oh, and our streak finder, of course, streak finder, and then our, then questions. So here we go. Uh, news and highlights: Rocket Scout B.J. Johnson uh, passed away away at 65 last Saturday after a bicycle accident. Oh my God! I didn't uh, know about this bicycle yeah, or motorcycle. He, uh, bicycle. He apparently hit a culvert while riding his bike and. Uh, he, unfortunately, he broke his neck and... He hit a what? Uh, I guess a culvert. A uh, What's a, a culvert? Dip. It's like a, 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 a dip. Oh, okay. And he got and hit by something or... No, he just went over his handlebars, I guess, and he landed the wrong way and broke landed his neck. Landed the wrong way. Oh, my God. You know, unfortunately. And uh, so... My thoughts are with him and with his family and with the Rockets. So obviously, he was a healthy guy if he's out riding a bicycle. Yeah, he was a healthy guy. And he, you know, he's been with the Rockets for years. And oh, that's very sad. Now. So it's a big loss for them, and it's very Gosh, sad. Twenty twenty, man. 
Yeah, it's been a year, man. Glad oh, it's going to be over soon. Ay, ay, ay. The NBA saved about $1.5 billion in revenue by doing the restart. Ah, uh, good. But they, all, but they also lost $1.5 billion. Right. Uh, the NBA would have lost well over $2 billion had they not uh, went forward with the restart. Um, so they kind of earned the middle the middle ground where they made some money, they lost some money. So, um, the Los Angeles Lakers are apparently the team that lost the most money. Hmm. Because uh, they make they, the most money on. Uh, apparently, they lost six hundred and ninety. They charge more million dollars. They must. Yeah. Apparently. I don't know, but they lost. They lost six hundred and ninety-four million dollars. Wow, man! Did they have any kind of parade of some level, virtual parade or anything like that? Not that I've heard of, but yeah, I, mean, I haven't I heard anything about that either. That they would do that, yeah. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I, I haven't some heard some sort about of socially distanced rally of some sort. Yeah, you think they would do something, right? Yeah, I didn't hear anything about it. Uh, well, speaking of LeBron James on the Lakers, we have uh, the plot of Space Jam 2. What? The new legacy. We have the plot. Oh, okay, I'm waiting. I'm ready. Does All the right. plot During include a, Damian Lillard? Here we go. During a trip to the Warner Brothers studio, uh-huh. NBA superstar LeBron James and his son accidentally get trapped within a world that contains all of Warner Brothers' stories and characters. Under the control of a malfunctioning, all-powerful force named AIG, played by Don Cheadle. With the help of Bugs Bunny, LeBron James must navigate through a never-before-imagined world filled with iconic movie scenes and characters as they reassemble the Looney Tunes to rescue his lost son. Now, to get back home, LeBron and the Tunes must unravel AIG's mystery, mysterious plans and win an epic basketball game against digital, gamified super versions of the NBA's and the WNBA's biggest stars as the entire world watches. So it looks like mm. Damian Lillard is going to be a bad guy. On the super team? On the super. He's going to be a gamified super version of himself on the bad guy team. Now, did you say you said <laughs> LeBron and his son go to Warner Brothers? His son is in yeah, the movie? his son is in the movie, yes. Bronny? Yeah, and I guess the son disappears and he has to rescue or save his son. Like LeBron's real son or an actor playing his son? I am not sure. He probably, it's probably his real son. Probably I, I Bronny, I didn't you look think? at the casting. Probably Bronny, yeah. But there you go, the, uh, the, the plot of Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. Uh, the Utah Jazz have added Sergey Oliva to its coaching staff. Oliva spent the past six years with the 76ers, most recently as president of strategy. Have you ever heard of that? President oh, one of second. strategy? One second. Sorry, I wasn't listening to you because I looked it up. Bronny is a character in the movie, but it's played by another actor. Oh, okay. It's played by Sayar J. Wright. Interesting that he didn't use his own son. Yeah. So what were you going to okay. say? I was saying the Jazz added... Uh, Sergey Oliva, Oliva to its coaching staff. Oliva spent the past six years with the 76ers, most re- recently as president of strategy. Have you heard of president of strategy before? No. <laughs> that was his title, I guess, with the 76ers. The president, president of, of strategy. strategy. I've never heard of that. Wow. 
It didn't work. They got swept. Yeah, apparently it didn't work. Apparently, yeah, apparently <laughs> it wasn't a good strategy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Pacers, uh, surprise, surprise, did not hire Mike Dan- D'Antoni as their head coach. They hired yeah. uh, Toronto assistant Nate Bjorkren as their new head coach. Mm-hmm. He was assistant to Dick Nurse, so, I mean... Anybody around Nick Nurse, you're going to want as your coach. Because, I mean, Nick Nurse. Yeah. He spent a few years learning from Nick Nurse, so. Yeah. You know, who knows? He might be good. But, yeah, it's surprising. They didn't hire Dan- D'Antoni. Yeah. He was supposed to be the lead guy for that job. That's interesting. Almost somebody fresh. D'Antoni, he, I feel like his coaching's kind of played itself out. I don't know if there's more to go with it. I'm sure he wants to work. He is getting on the old side as far as NBA coaches go. They I mean, might be thinking, uh, it's they might be thinking be more about Thunder. the future. It's either going to be the Thunder this this coming season, or he's not going to be coaching. He's going to take a season off, I guess. I don't know. That's the only that's the only head coach spot left now. Well, besides Houston and the Pelicans, uh, some other news: Dan Van Gundy is the next head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. I saw that he got the job. So, so yeah. Other than the Houston job, uh, which we're hearing uh, John Lucas is actually. Apparently ahead of Jeff Van Gundy in that race, um, the Thunder job. So I mean, and I'm not hearing D'Antoni's name anywhere. Uh, so it's just I'm sorry, it's just Houston race and Thunder. Thunder that those are the only spots left. Houston, Houston and Thunder. Yes. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So yeah, John Lucas and Jeff Van Gundy are are between them for the Houston job. Houston's taking their time. They don't have a, a draft pick, so they're just taking their time to make sure they get the right guy. Um. Same with the Thunder. They're making sure they get the right guy. I just wonder about Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni is, well, he's only 69, which isn't too old. But he's been around a while. Can you guess uh, what year he was drafted? Mike D'Antoni? Yeah, he was drafted in the NBA. Second round, uh, 20th pick. Uh, 72? Why are you so good at stuff? It was 1973. You're dead on. 73. I was close. I guess you yeah. did math. I did. I did math. Yeah. I, I was did. Off I did. Year, I did. I, I wasn't sure you'd be doing <laughs> math. That kind of threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> he was selected by the Kansas City Omaha Kings. Oh man. He there played in the what? It says he played for 17 years. Really? I didn't know that. Wow. What? Hold on. His, all in the his NBA? playing career. His playing career. Not all in the NBA, but he played for two seasons. For the Kansas City Omaha Kings. Then he played a season for Spirits of St. Louis. Then he played half a season for the San Antonio Spurs. And then he played 13 years for Olympia Milano. Great, like the Greek team? Yeah. Wow, yeah. And then he coached them for four years. What a career. Wow. Then he went to Benetton Basket. Then he was an assistant for the Nuggets. Then the Nuggets, then ben- Benetton Basket, then assistant for Phoenix, then Phoenix, New York, L.A., Sixers, Rockets, etc., etc. So um, I missed that season. 2015-2016, Mike D'Antoni was an associate head coach for the Sixers. I don't even remember that. I don't remember that either. <laughs> <coughs> I yeah, I had no idea. I don't remember that. Yeah, what was that? Um, but... Uh, yeah, so I didn't know he had this, like, big playing career. He went to Marshall University. He was, do you want to guess what position he played? 
Uh, probably like small forward. Point guard. Point, oh, he's a guard. Okay. Yeah. Point guard or numbers 5, 8, 10, and 14. Hmm. He was a two-time EuroLeague champion um, as a player. He was a five-time oh. Italian League champion, two-time Italian oh, Cup Italian winner. Team. That's right. Korok Cup champion, FIBA Intercontinental Cup champion. He was named one of the 50 greatest contributors in EuroLeague history. His number eight was retired by Olympia Milano. And number 10, retired by Marshall Thundering Herd. And he was also then, the first Italian uh, to coach in the NBA. Yeah, and then as a coach, two-time coach of the year, two-time All-Star Game head coach, NBCA co-coach of the year. I'm not sure what that is, what NBCA is. I don't know what that means. Oh, oh, Bobby National Basketball Coaches Association? Oh, co- yeah, that's what it is, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Two-time Italian League champion, two-time Italian Super Cup winner, Italian Cup winner, Supporter Cup champion, and Korok Cup. I didn't know he had this, like, Euro career. Like, most of his career, it looks like, has been in Europe, even though we think of him as uh, an NBA coach. Yeah. Yeah, he was comfortable uh, playing at home in, in Italy. So yeah. He, he was born of, in of, West Virginia, though. He was born in West yeah. Virginia. Right. Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't see him taking a, an assistant job. I, you know, I think it looks like he might be taking a year off. Well, what if um, Jeff Van Gundy maybe uh, gets the Houston job? Maybe Mike D'Antoni goes to TV? Maybe. I could well, see Stan that Van Gundy was doing some TV, so maybe yeah. D'Antoni can take some of his work. I don't know he how might. he might. They're going to need somebody, yeah. I mean, he's got a, he's Stan a character. and Jeff. He's got personality. Yeah, I mean, with Stan and Jeff coaching, they're going to need some people to fill in, so. <laughs> yeah, no, he. We'll uh, see what happens, yeah. Definitely. I could see it. Uh, the NBA is discussing a Christmas Day start for the 2020 21 season. December 22nd is also said to be targeted. That's crazy. They're talking about reducing the season from 82 regular season games to 72 which would ensure the season will end before the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, with play potentially uh, standing for a two-week break period in the middle of the season, uh, there would be no All-Star game or All-Star weekend. And that's that's the plans right now. NBA, they're trying to get, I think they were reaching for January they get people, uh, get fans into these arenas, but they're kind of. I think they're kind of giving up on that for the time being. I think they just don't ever want to. Also, have... with the TV deals, they want to get back as soon as possible. Um, they just the never want to have because that's where they're going to make their money. So they're going. They never want to have the soon. NBA. They never want to have the NBA finals in October again. Yeah, <laughs> and you know I they got to try to start earlier because you know to get get back to the normal, it's going to take. You know, it's going to be. You know, they want to get done earlier so they can get try to get back to a regular rotation. Now, let me see if I'm doing my math right. Um, okay. If they start on December 22nd, that means training camp is December 1st, right? You need at least three weeks of training camp and preseason. And All some right. people get there earlier. But the draft is until November 18th. And conceivably, you know... 
uh, whatchamacallit, free agency wouldn't be till after November 18th. That could be right. crazy time. Trades and free agency set free free agency yeah, signs can be all a quick over turnover. Over like ten days, teams yeah, players not knowing turnover. which team they have to fly to to go to training camp with. Oh man, yeah, and no preseason. Are they going to do no preseason again? Interesting. I don't. I mean, they did do preseason this last year. They did preseason. We had like three games. Yeah, I know, but now with COVID. <sighs> right. I don't know. Right. I don't know. And they're going to travel around the country and play to empty arenas. It's right, yeah. It's going to be yeah. weird. So at least they will be playing in the Moda Center and they will be playing in their their home arenas. Yeah. But are they going to do – I'm hearing – are they still going to do the – kind of like in baseball where you play the whole series against one team? Yeah, to cut down on travel. And, and then against easy. another, yeah. Yeah. I also wonder if, like, because obviously you can't fill the arena and social distance, but you can fill the boxes and social distance, the suites. What if they had, like, contests where you win a suite? That would be pretty cool. They could sell, like, one suite to, like, families that are together anyway. Like, couples or families that are, like, in a pod. That would be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? Because, like, you know, me and my family, we get a suite. We, like, hang out there, watch the game, cheer them on. Right. You think they you could know, do they something They were ordering like food. That. Like, the people could bring the food before they get there. And then you don't have to have contact with the people. And then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could work. They've got... Yeah, they've got to get people in there on some level. With the... With the bubble, obviously, they couldn't because they were trying to make this, like, COVID-free bubble for them to live and work in. Right. But once they're in their own arenas and the fans could be up in suites, why not? How do you think uh, playing it's a way to make some series money. is going to what? affect... How do you think playing series is going to affect wins and losses in the season? Like, his teams don't play... They, you know... You mean like if we playing. do if we play Utah twi- uh, three times one weekend? Is that what you mean? Or yeah, like the Lakers four times one weekend? You know, right? And how does that affect? Well, I mean, I think it'd be kind of exciting to like. Okay, we're playing Denver. This is really important because if we're tied with them at the end of the season, it's the tiebreaker. So this is your chance to play Denver three or four times or whatever, five times. And uh, it'd be kind of exciting, you know what I mean? Like you, you it'd be kind of like a playoff series too. Almost like a, a playoff series, yeah. yeah. Like they get to know you, and you get to know them, and stuff. And then you're done with it. That's kind of one cool thing about it is like, okay, we played the Lakers, we're done with them for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I kind of like that idea. I also like the idea as a fan if they did that, and some fans could get in the building. Be fun to get a suite. Watch the Blazers play the Jazz three times one weekend. I don't know but why I wonder I keep if they, I wonder jazz. if it also Whenever affects the teams. Up, I always talk about the Jazz. <laughs> right, I know. I wonder though if it also affects like, say, we play the the Lakers four times in a week in, in a weekend. Uh huh. Like, does I wonder if it'll affect how many times we beat them? Because maybe if we played them spread out for the season, we would have beat them more than if we, you know, if we played them four times in a row. Maybe we're not going to beat them. I mean, yeah, it's different. It's different because, I mean, 
you learn from the previous game. And it's very hard to beat a team in the regular season back-to-back. I mean, there are back-to-backs in the regular season. We've had them before where you play a team. I think we've had ones with the Sacramento Kings where we play them in our place and then we play at their place. But yeah, like two um, games, but like never like... Yeah, you know, but never three or four. The whole series. That's crazy, right, yeah. right, right, right. One thing I, I miss is back when there were less teams, like back in the Magic Johnson Laker days, um, you'd play the teams in your division five times. And then the other ones four times and then the other conference twice. But you played the teams in your division five times. So you had like a real series, a real series that a team could win. Like, oh my God, we beat the Lakers three to two this year in the regular season. We won the season series. Here, there can be so many season series ties because you only play four games against your division opponent. Now, because there are so many teams, there aren't enough you know games to play five times. But I miss that. I always thought that was kind of cool that it was like a five game series in your division. All right, what other see. news we got? Uh, Amari Stoudemire has joined Steve Nash's coaching staff in Brooklyn. Uh, he'll be uh, Nash's assistant coach. The two played together on the Phoenix Suns from mm-hmm. 2004 to 2010. Mm-hmm. So they know each other well. It's interesting. I wouldn't have thought Amari Stoudemire would be a coach, but interesting. Yeah, he's, been playing, Nash brings he's been playing in Israel for like a long time. Yeah, I thought so. I think yeah. he even converted to Judaism. Didn't we say that? I thought I heard that, yes. I think that was on our show. Yeah, I think we <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm looking I guess he right couldn't now. Get... He played. Well, he went I... to uh, play for Hopel J- Jerusalem in 2016. Right. So he was there for three years, then Fujan Sturgeons for a year, then Maccabi Tel Aviv. I guess uh, Nash couldn't and get his, his teammate Dirk, so he's like, all right, I'll go with the Murray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was Israel Cup winner. He was Israel League Finals MVP. Did you know that? Doesn't surprise me. He was it, this year, actually, 2020, Israel League oh, wow. Finals MVP. He's a two-time Israeli League champion. He... Um, uh, Israeli League Cup winner, All-Euro Cup second team... Two times Israeli League All Star. Uh, yeah, interesting. He's had quite a career over there. Good for him. Yeah, good for him, man. Uh, John Lucas may have stepped ahead of Jeff Van Gundy as the lead candidate for the head coaching job in Houston. He's been the assistant there for quite some time. I mean, apparently, several candidates bowed out of contention for head coach there after hearing that Murray left. Ah, uh, yes. After hearing he left, they didn't want to be coached there anymore. So several candidates said, never mind. I think it's are, pronounced. I, know, but. I think it's pronounced Maury. Maury. Daryl Maury. 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 Yeah. Maury. <laughs> anyway, since Maury left, several several candidates for head coach dropped out. That's interesting. I guess you don't have yeah. so much confidence in the new in, right. there. Right. They thought like, oh, I want to go play for him because he's going to make sure he gets me good players. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Pat Riley, president and general manager of the Heat, said the Lakers will always have an asterisk next to their championship because of the injuries to Adebayo and Drogic. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's true. That's true, Pat. That's true, man. It's yeah, true, I was man. saying that the night they won. And, uh, yeah, I concur, Pat. Um, to be Billy fair, Bill when Drogic and- came back, they got killed. 
Yeah, well, he wasn't really healthy. He shouldn't have came even try to come back. He threw right. he threw them off because they were they they had finally figured out how to play without him. And then and he then showed he came up back, and, and he just wasn't healthy and able to play. It, you know, to and he ended up taking the ball out of Butler's hands. And then Butler yeah. couldn't do as much. Right, exactly. And they needed the ball in Butler's hands to win. Right, right. So it actually hurt them bringing him back when he wasn't right. healthy yet. Right. Um, Louisville and Buffalo have been considered for the Toronto Raptors, who will have to find somewhere, a location in the U.S. to base themselves for next season as travel between the U.S. and Canada is restricted. Kansas City mayor has also said Toronto can play there for next season. So they have several places where they can think about playing. It'll be interesting to see where they're put. I mean, they're east in, on their East Coast team. So it'll be interesting to see them, like, place in the West. Like, you know, Kansas City, it's more of a West... Western Bay, so that's interesting. Yep. But so it could be Louisville, it could be Buffalo, it could be somewhere else. We don't know yet. Where else should it be? Um, should make it Hawaii, and then everybody has to make a trip to Hawaii. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it should be a state. Yeah, it should be a We're state. We're going that on the road. An NBA We're going team. on the road. We got to play Miami. Yeah, the league would it love should, that. <laughs> it should be a state. Yeah, it should be a state that does not have an NBA team there, just to kind of. And it kind of gets the ball rolling towards expansion because, right? Um, the thought because of Katrina, the uh, Hornets had to go to Oklahoma City for a season, and then when they left, it was like, hey, we liked having a team. So then they got the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. So if they get the Raptors to you know a state that does not have a team in the city, when they go back you know, to Toronto, fans will fall in love with the like, having a basketball team. They're like, yeah, let's do it. And yeah. Then we'll have another team. Yeah. So there you go. I wonder uh, why specifically Buffalo or Louisville or Kansas. Like, what other places are there? Oh, I guess they thought Buffalo because they'd be close to Toronto. Right. That's, like, closest. Detroit. What's the closest American city to Toronto? Oh, man. I think Buffalo might be. I think it's Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. it's right across the And the players the all there. have um, – the players all have uh, – um, you know, homes in Toronto, most likely. Right, so they're gonna have to spend yeah a Buffalo, year away from their families. Yeah, Buffalo's pretty close. I um, mean, I suppose they could bring their families with them, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out for them. Yeah. Now, I wonder how that will affect their play too, because they don't get to play at home. It's an That's hour. It's an hour and thirty-six minute drive. From, from Buffalo, to, Buffalo Toronto. to Toronto, yeah. So That's that quite makes a drive. sense. It's not that bad. No, but I'm saying it's it's further than I thought. Oh really? Okay, yeah. I mean it's yeah. But uh, I gotta drive. You know, I start my job on Monday. That's why we're doing this podcast tonight on Saturday night. We'll usually do them on Sunday. And next week I'll be able to do it on Sunday because I don't work on Monday. But this week I got to go in on Monday. And I'm a little concerned because when I moved here, I got a little used um, Mini Cooper convertible. And I thought it would be, it's got a lot of miles on it and all, but I thought I'm just going to be driving it around this little town that I live in. So it's not going to like get a lot of miles on it. It's just going to be a way to kind of get around. But this job I got is 40 minutes away. No, oh, wow. So that's an hour and 20 minutes in a car every day, which I love because I can listen to podcasts. But I worry Is about it the south ca- towards Seattle. I worry about the car. What's that? Is it south towards Seattle? 
What's that, Chris? Is it south towards Seattle, your job? No, it's um, west. Oh, it's west. It's west. Yeah. Um, it's. Let me see. I'm looking it up myself. I've been there once. Yeah, it's not. Here we go. Central Woolley, Washington. Yeah, it's just uh, you head west, you cross I-5. And after you cross I-5, it's right there. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but, it, you know, it's a good it's a good 40-minute drive. Again, I love having free time to listen to podcasts. So I'm going to love listening to podcasts on my way to and to work. And there back. you go. Nice. I'm going to love that. Um, but I just hope my car can handle it. I don't want to be... Right. Making money at this job and then spending it all for car repair. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's going to be used a lot less than my past cars have when I drove Uber. When yeah. I was in well, Portland yeah. driving Uber, I was driving. Yeah. yeah, I was driving ten hours in one night. Here we're talking about six hours over a week. Yeah. So, but why did I bring that up? We were talking about the raptors raptors and how far they're up but there was another thing that made me think oh how far buffalo was from right how far buffalo but there was something else i was thinking about oh oh the fact that we're uh recording our podcast on a saturday night when we normally do it on sundays because i'm going into work on monday but usually i'm off um sunday and monday so so that's why you're getting this little podcast a little earlier than usual uh, we have one more uh, piece of news. Uh, six championship rings belonging to ex-Bulls security guard John Caps sold for a total of $255,840 at auction. Caps worked for the Bulls for 52 years. He passed away at 88 in 2018, and as a state decided to auction off the rings. I didn't even know that security guards got rings. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't know that. I'm like, what? Security guard? I guess it's up to <laughs> I, the I need team. To, I need to get a security guard job at, at the Motor Center, man. <laughs> I think the team itself pays for the rings. That's pretty awesome. So man. I think it's a matter of the teams deciding who they want to give them like to. Who gets it and who doesn't, yeah. Because I remember when Dallas won, they interviewed Mark Cuban on the side, and he was like, oh, we're not going to do rings. Yeah, they've been doing rings for years. We're going to do something else. I don't know what it is, but we're going to do something else. And then apparently everybody at Dallas was like, um, no, we're doing rings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Mark Cuban was thinking of as something else, but it was kind of cool that he was like, ah, they've been doing that for years. Let's do something different. Well, maybe he's thinking about I... trying to get something to the other workers there. I remember yeah. uh, when uh, the Pistons won, Rashid Wallace got everybody uh, belts, heavyweight belts. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, well, that's news and highlights. So, we have trivia next. I have some trivia. Eric has some trivia. Holy cow, I I do. Should I go first? You go first. Yes, you go first. All right, right, here we are. Are you ready? Yeah. Three teams were third in their division, yet didn't make the playoffs. Oh. 2019 20. Name them. Oh, you're killing it. Three teams were third in their division. Oh, you're ki- oh my goodness. This is a killing it question. <laughs> okay, let's go division by division. And I can't look at the computer. Um, the Lakers, the Clippers, the 
The Warriors, the Sons, and the Kings. Warriors were last. The Sons are one. The Sons are one, yes. Got it. Okay, then to the R Division. Utah and Denver and Portland and Oklahoma City. So no, not that division. Then the Texas Division. We had Houston and Dallas. And then in that division, there's San Antonio, Memphis, and New Orleans. So it's one team in that. It is the Spurs. Nope. Wait, why did I do that wrong then? The Rockets, the Mavs, the Spurs, the Pelicans, and the Grizzlies. It's the Grizzlies. Oh, wait, is there a team that... Oh, yes. Oh, I guess it's four then. The Grizzlies. Oh, it's four. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess is it's the, four then. I was thinking... Is it, is it the Grizzlies then? The Grizzlies, yeah. So I've got two now. Two of four? Yeah. Okay, then in that like central like Chicago division thingy, Chicago and Cleveland, um, they're not good. Atlanta's not good. So it's one, and there's the Pistons. God, who from that division did make the playoffs? Um, um, who? Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago. Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, and who else plays in that division? Um, Toronto? No, no, Toronto's in the Atlantic. I'm going to say it's one of those teams, though. Uh, Chicago? It's Chicago, yeah. Chicago is third in their division. Okay, and did so not I make the playoffs. One. Now, in the the Atlantic division, there is the... Toronto, New York, Boston. So Toronto and Boston were definitely there. New York was, wasn't there. Brooklyn wasn't there. Philadelphia was there. So that division is not the division we're talking about. It's the Florida division teams. Orlando and Miami were there. And then you have Atlanta, Washington, and Charlotte. So I think the answer is Charlotte. It's Charlotte. Yes. yes. The Turtle Hornets were third in their division and did not make the playoffs. All right. Who had the most steals in the 2019-20 season? The most steals in the 2019-20 season. It has to be a – see, the teams in the bubble have an advantage because they got to play more games. Um, I'm going to say – it is, I don't know, somebody like, let's see, Chris Paul or Hardner. Who usually leads the league in steals? Is it uh, Giannis, um, Adebayo? I have no idea who led the league in steals. Curry usually is up there. Lillard grabbed steal, got some steals. I have no idea. I'm going to guess and just say... Chris Paul. No. James Harden. I was going to say James Harden. I swear to God, I was going to say James Harden. James 128 Harden was like, oh, I thought, steals. I thought I'm going to look Harden. like a moron if I say James Harden and, I'm, and, and, I'm, and it's not true. 
damn. He had the most. He had the most steals total, but who who averaged the most steals per game? I was too embarrassed to be wrong. I thought <laughs> I don't want to be wrong on the James Harden ship. Okay, what's the next question? So okay, so James Harden had the most steals total, but who averaged the most steals per game? Oh, uh, but not Harden. Not Harden. The most steals per game. Somebody like Trey Young. No, he's up there though, but it wasn't him. Giannis. I'm thinking of a player who was not like Bradley Beal. Nope. I'm thinking of a player that wasn't there, but that averaged a high average, but that wasn't there. Um, Andre Drummond. I don't know. You tell me. Ben Simmons, two point one. Of course, I should have known that. Of course, I should have known that. Here's a crazy question. One M- one NBA player averaged a plus-minus for the 2019-20 season of exactly zero. Who was it? Oh, boy. <laughs> exactly zero. He's the only one to have a oh, plus-minus of exactly zero. Oh, boy. I'm going to say somebody like Dennis Schroeder. No. Somebody liked that, though. Kind of. <laughs> sort of. Do I have the right team? <laughs> Not the right team, but... Okay. Kind of kind of similar kind of player, I guess, maybe, kind of. I'm thinking, like, middle-of-the-road on a middle-of-the-road team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr.? <laughs> Are you thinking of another Dennis? No, it's not a Dennis. <laughs> Uh, what's close about it? Why what's am clo- I close? Uh, I don't know. Just kind of a same, similar kind of player, I guess. I don't know. Randy Jackson? Maybe. Or not Randy no. Jackson's not his name. What's his name? Reggie Jackson. No, not Reggie Jackson. Pat Beverly? Nope. Um, <coughs> bless me. Bless you. <laughs> um, I don't know. No idea. Jeremy Lamb. Oh, all right. There you go, Jeremy Lamb. Being all zero okay. and all. A plus minus of zero. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know and how you do that, but you go on the funny. floor and you hold the fort down. You know right? what I mean? You're not gonna not gonna go crazy with run. Not gonna let a run come on you. Just go out there, be a placeholder, make sure the game stays level, and get the hell out. Right. Uh, John Morant won Rookie of the Year, but what rookie averaged the most points per game? Um, let's see. Could it be Zion? Could it be Kendrick Nunn? I'm going to go with Zion. It was Zion. Yes. 22.5 points a game. Kendrick Nunn only averaged about 13.5 a game. Okay. Uh, which player played the most minutes total in the 2019-20 season? Who played the most minutes total? Yes. It's either CJ or Dame. I'm going to say Dame. It's CJ McCollum. Oh, there you Which go. player averaged the most minutes per game in the 2019-20 season? Dame. Dame. <laughs> the most <laughs> CJ and Dame. <laughs> the most minutes played and the most minutes averaged. My goodness. Per game. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, which player had the most personal fouls in the 2019-20 NBA season? The most personal fouls. Has to be someone who's out there a lot committing fouls. But it could be somebody as like, like Dwight Howard. No, I would have thought Dwight Howard, but it's not. <laughs> that would have been my guess too. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't play the minutes like to lead the league in fouls. Um not um Jokic? No. Um, is it an all star? He's not an all star, no. Okay. Um, he's a guard. He's a guard, right. Um but not an all star. No. Um, Dennis Schroeder? No. <laughs> Jeremy Lamb? Jeremy nope. Lamb? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Dylan Brooks. All right. Memphis. 278, 278 fouls on the season. You know what that is, right? Yeah, yeah. Oregon Ducks. Which player had the best three-point percentage for the 2019-20 NBA season? Which player? Yes. Had the best three-point percentage? Yes. Rodney Hood? Nope. <laughs> Are we sure about that? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure, yeah. Do, do they include Rodney Hood, or does he not get to count because he didn't play as many games? I don't know. He's probably on the list, but it's not him. Did this guy shoot more than sixty percent? No. Is it Myers Leonard? No, it's not Myers Leonard. No, I don't. I don't think he or Rodney shot enough to be counted. I don't think. Right. Um. One of the Heat guys, Duncan Robinson. No. Tyler Her- Tyler Harrell. Not in the heat. Jeremy Lamb? No. Dennis Schroeder? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dwight Howard? No. He didn't shoot enough threes. Uh, no, somehow like three an insane three-pointer. Oh, De- Bertans? No. Oh. Beal? No. He's on, he's on the Bucks. He's on the Bucks. Yeah. It's not the Lopez boys. They didn't shoot very well. Nope. Not DiVincenzo. Nope. Is it DiVincenzo? No. No, it's not Wes Matthews. Nope. Um, it's not Pat Connaughton. No, it's not. And it's... Oh, it's... Is it... Is it... Um, what's his name? The kid? Uh, George Hill? The kid. The little the guy? The kid. <laughs> George, yeah, George Hill. He's not a George kid Hill. at all. George Hill, yeah. George Hill, yeah. He <laughs> shot 46%. I worked through that entire land. roster. Okay, who had the best offensive rating in the 2019-20 season? The best offensive rating? Giannis yes. and Tutacompo? Nope. You're never going to guess. You're never going to guess that. Jeremy Lamb? No. <laughs> no. And it's not Myers Dennis Schroeder either. <laughs> no. Is it no. somebody on the Bucks? No, they're on the Bucks. no. Are they in the East? They're in the West. In the West? They were on a playoff team. Oh, um, Danelle Gallinari? No. Am I close? Maybe, kind of, sort of. Steven Adams? No. James Harden? No. Russell Westbrook? 
Nope. Danwell House? No. Damien Lillard? No. Dwight Howard? Nope. <laughs> you tell me. Avika Zubak. Oh, there you go. 133.5. The dude's getting it done. Yeah, they should play him more. Yeah, they should play him more. Well, he was injured yet, and he had COVID. I, yeah, that's true. It kind of hurt them with him, his absence. He was absent yeah, quite did. a bit there early in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, who has the best offensive win shares for the 2019-20 season? Whoa. Defense? My dog, by the way, just walked out of our offensive bedroom. Offensive wind shares. Oh, your My dog, dog walked just out. walked out of our bedroom, and yeah. she's standing by the gate, looking out at the gate. What do you want, Uh-oh. Mrs. Malloy? I'm doing podcast. <laughs> You're asking me about defensive rating? Offensive. Defensive offensive. Oh, there she is. Oh, it's because Charles had gone to the bathroom. I didn't realize he had, oh. he had gone to get a shower. So oh, okay. She was coming looking for him. I see. So now he's back. Um, and now here she is. Defensive wind shares? No, o- offensive. Oh. Offensive. Offensive. Offensive wind shares. Offensive wind shares. Who has the best offensive wind shares? Chris for the Paul. The 2019-20 season. No. Chris Paul. Um, nope. Giannis Antetokounmpo? No. LeBron James? No. Alex Caruso? Nope. <laughs> Uh, what's so funny? No. <laughs> uh, um, Trevor Ariza? No. Closer. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Gary Trent Jr.? No. Uh, I don't know who. Damon Lord. Really? Yes. Best offensive win shares? Yes, 10.9. He has the best offensive win shares for the 2019-20 season. Oh, I should have known. I didn't like those apples. That's why people like Zach Lowe were putting the, him on their MVP ballot. Because he was carrying us. Right. All right, I have one more question for you. Are you ready? Yes. Who has the highest true shooting percentage for the 2019-20 NBA season? Mitchell Robinson. How did you know that? What? <laughs> Dude, all that guy that? does is dunk, and he plays for the Knicks, and I go to Knicks yeah. games. Yeah, he does. 72.6%, the best size true shooter. I just I'm blew like, your mind. Yeah, you, I was like, <laughs> I just totally blew I was not expecting mind. you to ever get that, ever. I know, like, what? Yeah, no, because, I mean, I was living in New York for many years, and I know the only player on the Knicks who's any good is Mitchell Robinson, who for some reason they don't start. And uh, all he does is dunk. So he hits a high percentage of those dunks. Yes. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) Do you have questions for me? Yeah, I got questions for you. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I don't think you're ready for this. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. This is going to be less like questions and more like rankings rankings. kind of well not rankings is way okay here here's the way i want you to do it okay i want you to name the last 10 mvps in order starting with the one this year and you have to go back 10 and if you miss one you lose that question oh man (laughs) you have to go back one wait what what happens if i miss it okay the first one's Giannis. you have to do 10 in a row 
Uh, Giannis. Giannis. Yes, you're good. Um, Don't fuck up. If you fuck up, it's over. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, right? Uh, uh, James Harden. Good. Uh, Think. Think. Uh, 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 Russell Westbrook. Yes. Uh, Stephen Curry. Yep. I think he did it twice. Yep. In 2014 and 15. 2014, 15, 2015, 2016. Uh, and before that, uh, this is where it gets tough. Oh man, that's back. Uh, Kevin Durant when the yes. Thunder went to the finals. Uh, then uh, LeBron James did it a couple times. Yes, and then God, who was it before him? Who was it? Oh God, well, there was somebody. You get somebody. the next guy. You win the you win the whole championship. There was somebody between, because he did it before that too. Twice. It was like, a 2010, like 2011 season. Oh man, uh, it was. It was. Uh, Don't blow it. It was. Uh, In fact, it was LeBron, Derek Rose. It was Derek yes, Rose. Yes, good. Yes. <laughs> and LeBron won two MVPs Woo. before Derek Rose and two MVPs after. After, Derek Rose. right? Yes, I remember that. Yes, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get harder. Okay. But we're not going to go too far back, or it'll just kill you. I just want you to do the last <laughs> oh, five, the last five rookie of the years, starting with this year. Oh, rookie of the year now. Yeah, it's a little harder. Well, this so year, I'm not of course, make was... you go ten back because that could get tricky. So I'm going to make you only have to go five back. Well, this year was John Morant, of course. Yep. Uh, and then, oh, let's see, who was it? Uh. And then it was, um, let's see, last year. I'll give you a hint. He's it was a good Luka Doncic. Yes, yes. That's and two. And then before that, it was Ben Simmons. Yep. And then, oh, man. This is where it gets a little tricky. Is it Carl Anthony? No, Carl Towns was before that. It's, uh, it's Malcolm Brogdon. Yes. Carl Anthony Towns. Yep. Do you want to? Uh, that's five. Do you want to keep going just for bonus uh, points? Andrew, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, Michael Carter Williams. Yeah. Uh, Damian Lillard. Yeah. Um, Kyrie Irving. Yes. Uh, oh man, uh, Blake Griffin. I think. Yes. Yes. And then I don't remember before. I don't remember before that. There were a lot of good people in this next draft, but none of them were Rookie of the Year. Who, the, 2000, who was the 2009 draft for 2009-2010 Rookie of the Year, a whole bunch of really good people were in that draft, like Curry and James Harden and stuff, but none of them won Rookie of the Year. Well, Curry wasn't Rookie other of the guy, Year? Wow. This other guy did, who's probably not even in the league anymore. Are you not in the league anymore? What, Tyreek Evans? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God, wow. <laughs> you want to keep going? Can you go deep? Uh, Derek Rose. Yep. Kevin Durant, probably. Yep. That's when you know. When yeah. You Odin. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Brandon Roy, the Blazers yep. got one. Uh, Chris Paul. God, I don't know. Before that, I don't know. I'm stretching my brain out here. 2004, 2005 season. Oh. Uh, was it LeBron? No, LeBron was 2003-4. Yep. This is a oh, tough man. one. This was um it? was not the guy who was picked first. It was either this guy or the guy who was picked first for the first pick. The guy who was picked first had a much better career. This guy oh, isn't in the league anymore. The guy who was picked first is still in the league. Uh, not in the league anymore. 
But I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Who is it? Emeka Okafor. Isn't he on the Pelicans? What? Isn't he on the Pelicans? What about? Oh, no, 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 different Okafor. There's two Okafors. Yeah, but I thought he was all. He was on the. He was on the Pelicans too, though. They were both on the Pelicans, weren't they? Two Okafors. I believe they were both on the. You're Pelicans. thinking of Jaleel Okafor? No, I'm thinking of both. They were both on the Pelicans. This last they season, are? I think they were. I mean, at least they were. Like as a player, I'm looking at. Yeah, a... they were both. They were both either this last season or the season before. I think it was his last. No, season. he plays for Olsen, Hyundai, Mobus, Phoebus of the Korean Basketball League. Well, look and see. He was on the Pelicans. I'm looking. Okay, let me see what his. Uh... I'm going to his Wikipedia page. And uh, his career history. He did play for the Pelicans in 2018. 18, okay. So it was a couple. Only in 18. In 2019 to present, he's been in this other league. Okay. In the Korean I know he was on the Pelicans, though. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So he is no longer in the league. You're right. He is no longer in the league. Emeka Okafor. And he he left. Who are the Delaware 87ers? Is that a G League team? I think, yeah, it's a G League team. Because he played a year for them. Because he, he he ended his NBA career in 2013. And then he had four years of not being in the league. And then he played for the Delaware 87ers. And then he went to the Pelicans for part of a season. And then he went to Korea. Wow. Olsen, Hyundai, Mobus, Phoebus. And then before him, I know it was LeBron James. But that's like as far back as my brain That's as far as you go? I think as far as my brain can go, man. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's um, let's go win shares. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's make it harder. Like recent oh, history man. is like Killing too me. easy. So let's have more fun. <sighs> let's start with the 2000 okay. NBA champion Lakers. Okay. And I want you to name the next the the ten before that in order. The Actually, that's. That's too easy. That's too easy. The champions before that? No, we're going to make it more fun. This is a lot more fun. Start in 1990 when the Pistons beat the Blazers. And I want you to name the 10 champions before that in order. What, 89 back? Yes. So 89-90 was the Pistons. Name the next nine before. Killing me. The first one should be easy. Yeah, it it was the Lakers. No. No wait, no. It was the it was the the pit, the Pistons again. Exactly, the exactly, exactly. And then the, the Lakers. Lakers twice. Yep. And then the Celtics. Yeah. And the Lakers again. Yeah. And then the Celtics again. Yeah. And then was it the Lakers? No, the Lakers were in the finals in '83. I don't think they won though. I think it was the other team, which was the Sixers. I believe. Yes. Yes. And then the Lakers again. The Boston Celtics again. The Lakers again. That's it. Uh, and then the, the Supersonics won their only one in 79. Yeah, and the one before that. And then the that. Bullets won, and then, of course, yeah, we won. Yeah, and then we won. That's right. I just thought that might be tricky because, like, you know the Lakers and the Celtics won a bunch of titles there, but it's, like, hard for me to sometimes remember which year who won what. Right. But, it um, is, yeah. It's like it's because they went back and forth. Um, and then the Lakers won a couple. So, yeah. So how about this? Michael Jordan won his first MVP award in the in 1988. Can you okay. name the six MVP winners before him? Oh my God! 
Uh, year by year. So 86, 87. Oh, man. Uh, 86, 87. Okay, before Michael was Magic Johnson? Yes. And then what, then, like Larry Bird? Yeah. Like three times? He won three yes. in a row? Yes. And then before that, it was Isn't that Moses amazing, Malone. by the way, that some basketball player won MVP three years in a row? I know, right? Then who was Doesn't before happen. Bird? Uh, Moses Malone was before Bird. He won it twice in 80, yes, 81, 82, good. and 82, 83. You got him. And then Dr. J. Dr. And then Kareem. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then was it Moses again? You know again? your history, man. You know your history. And then Bill Walton, of course, when... Yeah. Yeah. The year after the Blazers won. Yep. All right. And it was like Kareem well, again a couple times, I think. That's my trivia for you. Are we already oh. the Streak Finder? I guess we're Streak Finder. Streak, streak Finder. Streak Finder. Streak so we're going to make shirts that say Streak Finder on them and like around the NBA with Chris and Eric on the back and like right. sell them. Be, yes. Be on the lookout. There will be t shirts. Yes. Yeah. Do we want to do a, a player Streak Finder or do you want to do Team Streak Finder again? Well, it's your. It's your this is my week. My week? It's your week. So yeah, you I'm going to go with player. I'm going to go with traditional okay. player. Okay. Streak finder. And uh, let's see. I'm going to say only the season we just had. How about that? So the 2019-2020 season. I'm going to say playoffs. I'm going to say at least five points. One second. At least five points, five assists, and two turnovers. Okay. Um, and, uh, I shall press get results and then I get results here. It looks like, all right. So this is just for these playoffs who had the big, the longest streak in the playoffs of five points, five assists and two turnovers. He did it 11 times in a row during the playoffs. Which playoffs? This playoffs that we just this had. Playoffs he did? Just this playoffs. The, 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 the streak is just for this playoffs. So it's oh, kind of okay. easy to figure out the top one. Because he did 11 times in a row. Of at, least five, at least five points? Five now? points, five assists, two turnovers. Five assists, two turnovers. Um, what, LeBron? I don't know. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then another guy did it nine times in a row. Probably Harden. Yes, exactly. <laughs> then a guy did it six times in a row. Westbrook? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> no, actually, Westbrook is not on this list at all. Wow, really? Yeah, oh, Westbrook, Westbrook didn't even go back-to-back games. Well, I guess he doesn't really get assists. <laughs> yeah. But it's... um. A guy who's done it six times in a row um, went to the finals. Um, 
five points, five rebounds. Uh, what, Anthony Davis? No, five points, five assists. Oh, five assists. Um, Two Drogic? Uh, no, um, Butler. Butler, yeah. Yeah, and then you got Lowry did it five times in a row. Jokic did it five times in a row. Giannis, Jamal Murray, DJ Augustine, and Karis LeVert all did it four times in a row. And then you go down the list. Um, there you go. I don't think any Blazer did it in back-to-back games that I can see. Let me look closely. Yeah, nobody did a mere five points and five assists. I can't believe Dame didn't do back-to-back games of five points and five assists. Maybe it's because oh, he didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, he just didn't have the turnovers. That's yeah. He Doesn't that seem weird? He didn't have back-to-back games of five points and five assists against the Lakers. Well, he must not have had turnovers. That's what it is, because he didn't have the turnovers. Maybe if I mean, he took that part out, he would show up on the list. I'm gonna look. I'm looking up his stats right now. I'm looking up his game log, playoffs against the Lakers. No, in game two, he only had one assist. That game where we got completely destroyed. Right. Because he had 34 points and five assists in the first game. Then he had one assist in game two. In game three, he had 34.7 assists. But then game four, he only had four assists and he got hurt. So if he hadn't gotten hurt, he probably would have gotten the fifth assist. And he did have... At least two turnovers in every game. He had three, four, four, and three turnovers in those four playoff games that he played in. He played really well in games one and three. It's just game two just really hurt. Right. But he, yeah, he was he was on fire. Remember when he danced? Remember in game one when we won and he hit that, like, long three with, like, Anthony Davis running at him? And then they played Blow the Whistle? which is like Oakland's like theme song or something like that. Oakland's right. anthem. And yeah. he just started like dancing as he went down the court. Yeah, yeah I those remember were, that. Those were good times. Yes, oh yes. Those were good times. Did we almost win game three? Uh, we lost by eight. Because I'm looking at his stats like our, he shot the three really well. Why didn't we win? Um, anyway, bad times. Um, yeah. <laughs> Defense is why we didn't win. <laughs> All right, let's talk. How many questions we got? Uh, we have four listener questions. Here we go. Thank okay. you for submitting your questions, and here we go. Yes. Uh, Willie, Willie Lump asks, uh, who can we draft, and what realistic trades can we make? <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed, you know, because everybody's, you know, we're obviously very blazer. Um, we're a blazer-friendly podcast. We end every right. uh uh, podcast with Go Blazers, but I find it funny that we're doing listener questions and we don't even have them denote de- which team they're talking about. They're like <laughs> referring to the Blazers as we. So, right. <laughs> just to let our listeners know, what teams yeah. do we need is to talk about the Blazers. So, what's the question again? <laughs> this is uh, really called Blazers <laughs> questions. It's not yeah. really NBA questions. Okay, you tell me well, the no, question. We, we have NBA questions. We get NBA oh, okay. questions too. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, who, can, who can the Blazers draft, we draft, and what realistic trades can we make, Billy Lump? I'm going to leave this to you, Chris. You're, you're more on top of this stuff. I mean, with the 16 pick, I mean, a lot of the top players, will be, I mean, if we keep the 16 pick, maybe we, maybe we can get uh, someone like Tyrese Halliburton or uh, Precious Achua. 
or oh, you wanted uh, Precious. I want you him, and Precious I think he'll be. I think he'll be available. I think he will be available. Tell me about him. This dude's going to be an all star in this league. He's got a motor. How tall he's is like, he? he's uh, he's six nine. Does he shoot the three? Yes. <laughs> and he attacks the basket. He has it all. And he plays defense. Will he be effective in his first season? Maybe. I I think he'll probably need a season or two. Couple seasons maybe. But this guy is going to be. Mark my words. This guy's going to be an all star. He's going to be somebody in this league. When we look back at this draft, like. We need to get this guy. He's going to be good. All right. You, you guys heard it here first. I mean, we could trade up and get somebody like, you know, Obi Toppin or maybe Onyeka Okongwu or Devin Vassell even. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, I mean, I could see us trading the pick and moving up. But Tell uh, me about this Obi guy. Obi Toppin, he's a power forward, man. Can he play defense? Guy, he can play defense. Uh, can he shoot the three? He needs to put some more muscle on his body. I don't think. Maybe I forget. I don't know if he shoots three or not. But uh, is I mean, he he's like be, Carl Malone? I think he's more like that. Yeah, more like a post player. But uh, I mean, if we could get him, that'd be good. He'd be good for our power forward spot. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't. You know, is he better than Zach Collins? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. He could be. He he could be. So what's uh what's our next question? Our next question is I have heard the twenty 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 one season will start in January or on Christmas or on December twenty second. Why so many different dates? And what are the odds it starts on Christmas or before, Ted? The way I mean, just from following the news myself, um, the initial feeling was and I think they were even thinking a bubble again, or at least regional bubbles. The initial thing was to like, let's kind of wait until we can actually have fans in the stands. And they were literally talking like February, March is what I was reading. And then I think the ratings for the finals scared them because the ratings for the finals were really down. And I think they started to think like, no, our finals have to be in June. That's when people were watching us. And they can't be going up against football in October when people aren't used to watching basketball. So I think they then panicked and kind of thought like, no, we need this season that's coming up to end fast so that we can start the 2021-22 season on time in October and have a normal season like we usually do. So then I think they thought... Uh, realistically, they couldn't get going till Martin Luther King Day, and they thought that might be a big way to kick off the NBA, which is January 18th. But then I think the more they keep thinking through it is they want to get it done before the Olympics, and they're going to do a shorter season anyway. So they're thinking about going to like a 72-game season. And the ideal, they kept saying, was 82 games. But I think they're saying, let's push it back. Like you said, in our opener, no all-star break. Um, and uh, and then I don't know what the actual – I'm going to look up right now on the calendar. It might just – the December 22nd might be a, a day thing. Let me see. Yeah, well, December 22nd is a Tuesday. So And December 25th, uh, Christmas is on a Friday. So I think they might be just thinking like Tuesday on TNT 
or or Thursday on TNT is usually Tuesday or Thursday, and Thursday is Christmas Eve when people might be. I don't think. And then you'd have games. The NBA doesn't normally have games. NBA doesn't normally have games on Christmas Eve, does it? I don't think so. No, no. So I think that's why they're thinking December twenty second to start that week. Maybe with a couple games. Maybe you know the hype games: Lakers Heat and Zion versus whoever. And two other reasons why they're starting are going to start thinking about starting earlier is because one, because of uh, talks with players for the CBA have actually gone pretty well. They expected probably to take longer, but it's going well. Looks like they're going to get oh. figured out quicker than expected. Oh, okay. And the other thing is they lost one point five billion dollars, and uh, they want to please uh, those the TV networks they have the contracts with and. Uh, they figure they can please them by getting this NBA season started a little bit earlier than expected. Um, I mean, the big thing, like I said, though, is you need. I mean, even when they had the bubble, didn't they get? They gave basically gave them three weeks of training camp in the bubble, didn't they? They got much. there at the beginning of July and they didn't start the playoffs till the end of July. Right. Um, and so I would guess that training camp would start on December first, but the draft is only twelve days before that. Well, I think they had to spend like a week in their rooms, didn't they? Or something like that, or several days right. anyway. That's true. But, I mean, yeah. they're going to have at least three, two weeks of training camp, right? Oh, they have at to, least. at least, yeah. I mean, that means like only you have a draft, and then, if let's see, the draft is on the 18th, which is a Wednesday. So then maybe they say Friday at noon is, is, uh, is um, free agency. And then everybody gets signed starting November 27th, the day after Thanksgiving. And then the next week, everybody, I mean, not everybody gets signed, but you can start signing players on the 27th. They usually say like a week later, you can actually start signing them. Right. I mean, it's going to be crazy with all the trades that people want to get underway and what's going to happen to Giannis. And, oh, it's going to be insane. And I'm kind of excited that I don't have to wait much longer for basketball. Yeah, we're talking that, about le- we're fun. talking about less than two months. Yeah, I mean, now. what what a Christmas gift! Yeah, like the, under the tree to be able to watch some NBA in December. But for the first time in my life, guess what? Well, not the first time, but guess what? I'm gonna have to do for the first time in a long time. I'm gonna have to record the games. Oh my god! I have a job now. Wow. My job goes till seven thirty. Blazers play at seven. Yeah, you have to record. And then the I got to drive home, so I'm gonna have to record games. Luckily, I think I get. NBA Sports Northwest here. I think I get the Blazers local telecasts. You do, yeah. So I'll be able to record it right off my TV, as opposed nice. to like, as opposed to having to like re- watch the archive of NBA League Pass. Right. So yeah, so you get all announcers should, and yeah. Maybe I should stop having NBA League Pass now that I get all the Blazer games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you will get our feed up there. But yeah. yeah, so Sunday and Monday games, I'm there live, but. Tuesday through Saturday, I'm going to be recording them, and I won't get to see any East Coast games because they start at like four here. Right. So, um, so that's going to be different. But I'm going to record. I'm going to record and go. watch everything. And uh, the big thing I'm not going to have, which is maybe all for the best, is I won't be able to do live message boarding. So I won't be in there in the forum with you guys during games. Oh man. Because I'll have to watch the games tape. We'll so. miss you. But I think it's kind of good. <laughs> right. I can go in after I watch the game and see how it all went out. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not giving up on the NBA, but, uh, it'll be a lot of, it'll be recorded earlier and you'll right. have to not text me and tell me who won the game. Yeah, I'm going to have to be very careful about that because I like to be like, oh, my God, we won. You know? Yeah, exactly. I probably have to make, like, an announcement to everybody in my life. Yeah. Don't to tell me. Do not tell me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got two more questions here. Uh, okay. The next one is from Cash. He asks, what star players do you think will be traded this offseason? Giannis. You think Giannis will be traded? You don't want to end up like the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron left. And you have nothing to show for it. Unless he signs an extension. Did he say that, that he was not going to sign an extension yet? Or is that still on the table? I have not heard one way or the other. But um, so we're talking about what stars will be traded. Is that what the question was? Yes. What stars? Yes. Giannis. Chris Paul has been talked about. Although, I mean, it seems like Chris Paul really liked it in Oklahoma City. And I could see them just sticking with him. I think he's going to stay, yeah. There's a lot I of talks on him being traded, but, but I, I mean, he's, he's thrown around in ideas like going to the Clippers or going to the Bucks to maybe save Giannis. But, um, and then other Westbrook stars, be traded. I'm sure, well, I'm sure Houston would love to get rid of uh, Westbrook. Yeah. They're going to try. You know they're going to try. They'll try. Maybe the Knicks will take them. Um, I wouldn't maybe. be surprised if a Sixer was traded, like a, a Ben Simmons or a Bede. Probably not since they brought in Doc Rivers. Right. He probably was under the understanding that he'd be able to have that roster. Right. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, though. James Harden? No, I don't think James Harden can trade. Not a total teardown? They might do a total no. teardown. I don't see it over. happening. I don't see it happening. Um, other superstars who could be traded? Uh, he's not a superstar, but DeMar DeRozan, I think, could be traded from the Spurs. Oh. Definitely. Uh, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, Marcus Aldridge could be traded. Those guys are um, stars. They're all uh, stars. Draymond Green. I could see Draymond Green getting traded oh. from the Warriors. Draymond Green. Um, okay. Paul George. <laughs> Paul George. You're going to end up somewhere else. For the right, for the right <laughs> price. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at that either, actually. Oh, Victor Oladipo. Oh yeah, Victor Oladipo. Yeah, he wants to be traded. So yeah, I'm sure he'll be you know, out the door. Yeah, for sure. Who else? I think that's maybe CJ. A... He's not really a star. A CJ, star, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see. All right. Our last question is from James. Yes, should we want Carmelo back to come back, or should we not? Depends on who else we've got. Like, are, is Hood healthy and ready to go? Is Trevor Reza healthy and ready to go? Um, is Zach Collins at 100%? Uh, are, how's Little doing in his uh, training? And right. who do we draft? And then exactly, after answering yeah. all of those questions, then you figure out, is, is Melo coming into play minutes where he can be effective and help the team? Or is he coming in a more of a, a a mentor? And that's probably not the kind of thing that Mello wants to do. No. So it just depends on all those questions about the other players. Yeah, so, I mean, I think Hood's going to come back. I don't know if he'll. I don't think he'll be the same player. What you know, you, you never are when you come back from the Achilles injury. 
Right. He'll still be pretty good. It's going to take him a while to get back into his rhythm, but he'll still be good. Uh, Rizzo, I think, will be back. Um, you know, and then with Gary Trent Jr., it kind of soaks up a lot of those minutes at this forward spot, small forward spot. Um, I mean, I could see him playing at the power forward spot again behind Collins or maybe starting until Collins is. I think Collins will be 100% though by the time the season begins. Um, Trevor Reese is getting old too. How old is he? He's oh, he's thirty-five. Thirty-five. He's my he's age. Thirty-five. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old for the NBA. Yeah. I mean, I'm right. ancient for the NBA. Right. My gosh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's thirty-five years old. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like you said, I guess it depends. What on... What day's your birthday again? I ask you, you every know, episode. Uh, it's in a couple of weeks. It's on November 9th. Is this in my calendar? Are we having know. a podcast that day? Uh, it's on a Monday, so we're having the podcast the day, be- day the night before. You are not in my uh, in my uh, phone. You should be in my phone, so I don't. We're having a well. We're we're doing a podcast late Sunday night that'll be released on your birthday. True. So that'll be like the Chris Craig birthday podcast. <laughs> you can like yeah, tell I, us everything. I suppose you got. so. <laughs> <laughs> November. Ninth, Chris Gregg's birthday. Remember, remember question? the ninth of November. Uh, that's our, actually more... that's actually oh, all that of our, our questions. Oh, yes. Okay. So thank you for submitting your questions. Uh, if you like to submit questions for next week's episode, you can do so um, at our Twitter page at with NBA. You can do so on Facebook at our around the NBA with Chris and Eric Facebook page, or of course the Blazers Forum Facebook page. Or ripcity2.com on Sundays, sometimes Saturdays, I say. Uh, there's always a thread there for you to submit your questions. Thank you for listening. And as always, go Blazers. Go Blazers. With the dopest. I was in the stew all night with Marsh Ambrosius. You gon' say you always had it rockin' like a boulder. The real original was yelling, no limit soldier. <laughs>